going on, everybody? This is Nathan McIntosh, Positive Anger. Today, with me is the throat of a thousand pirates. This, uh, I gotta sound like this today. And for the last few days. Why? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <clears throat> I, am a, I am a person who is not a doctor. A friend of mine stayed at my house... For a few days, and uh, he complained about, he, I don't know, he had some sort of, he couldn't eat soup even, his throat was so bad. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. I never really thought that uh, myself would be affected by that. I just thought, oh, that sucks for that dude. Um, and here we are, throat hurting. And um, I, I uh, ugh, uh, God, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, um. I'm not good with, I'm not good with like, like um, like being sick and stuff. I'm I'm very, I'm, I I compl- look. I mean, anybody that listens to this, you could tell over the course of uh, how long we've been doing this. Um, I complain about things, you know, and being sick is one of those things. I never just kind of go. Oh, cool, I'm sick. I guess I'll just hang out, chill. Like, I just... I'll tell you, I don't know what Liz is doing here. There's a lot of complaining uh, most times. Uh, Not always bad. I mean, I always try to make it entertaining. I think I said that before on here. Like, I like complaining. I find it like a fun thing to do. And I like listening to people complain as long as it's entertaining. That's all I really ask. It's a small, stupid thing, but if somebody's going to say, like, a chair sucks, okay, why? And if they just go, I don't know, it sucks, I'm like, oh, you don't even know what you're doing. There's a whole there's a whole art to this thing, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, being sick, I can't, I'm, I'm always, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know, I'm just not good with it. I'm just not good with, uh, with, uh, with dealing with it, I guess. I just kind of get real fucking down. I never just go, oh, this will pass. I'm just kind of like, it's over. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. My life is now trash. I'll never get my voice back. You know, I lay in bed. It's it. But, but in saying that, my voice is in a weird, uh, place right now. This is kind of what it is. But let me switch here. And just talk, try to do the opposite and try to figure out a couple things that I'm um, into right now. At this point in time, I am so happy that it's raining. It is currently raining in New York, and thank you, Jesus. If there is a rain god who who sits somewhere and just needs blowjobs to make it rain, I swear to you, I volunteer to blow the rain god so that we can keep having rain, at least for the rest of the day. Let's just have one full day of rain. These last few days in New York have been pretty just like, whoa, what are we doing? It's like, it's it, it feels like the way Mad Max looks. Just brutal. No matter what you're wearing, it feels like you're wearing a leather jacket. Just sweating constantly. The humidity is disgusting. So to have rain... Yes. Thank you, Rain God. If you would like head, please contact me here at Positive Anger, and I will fly up to your cloud that you sit on, and I will blow you furiously while you continue to make it rain. And you can even play the song, Make It Rain. That would be great. It would give me something to move my head to, to the beat. be awesome. 
Um, like yeah, the heat, man. It's it's been uh, it's been rough. Baby dog will not sleep by herself. Just won't do it. You can't like she has a little house. We got this little like igloo thing for. Her. Um, she sleeps in there when we're not here, but when we're here, she ain't going to that house. So she sleeps like between us, breathing her hot little dog breath into my back or into my face, and it's just. She's only five pounds of cold steel and sex appeal, but it's five pounds of also um, pure heater, it, just pure full-on heater. I don't know how she's doing it in her life. Um, I and I I don't like this. I don't like air conditioning. Don't like air conditioning. Never been a fan. I always feel like I'm I'm on some sort of spaceship that uh, that has no. No real air at all. Like you're in, you're in a, like a, a chamber. You're in a chamber of air that's manufactured to make you feel good uh, on the outside, but on the inside, I'm always like, "There's no way." Like anytime I would use air conditioning, I wake up a cold. I wake up like I wake up sounding like I do right now. Uh, so I guess non-air conditioning doesn't really work either. But I wake up just feeling rough. My chest hurts, and I'm always like, "What? what is this? Oh, yeah, I was breathing fake air for an entire evening. Uh, uh, an air conditioner was just throwing air that doesn't make sense onto my face all night. Like, okay, yeah, cold, beautiful. But what the fuck? What, what is this? What are we... What is this? To take air... I mean, it, it's got to be something. I, I'm sure I could look this up. How does air conditioning work? What do they do? Air conditioners. Uh, but at this current time, I will not. So, yeah, I've never really liked it. So, just use a, uh, a fan, which uh, whew, the last couple days, Daddy, has been rough. Wake up, uh, wake up the last couple days like I don't even think I slept. I think somebody... Picked my body up and ran it through a college basketball game while I was sleeping. Then they just put me back to bed, and ten minutes later, I wake up like, "Oh my god, I'm sweating like crazy. I don't feel like I I uh, I slept at all. Did I did I score forty five last night, or did I just completely melt in this humidity? Please, rain God, let me blow you. Another thing um, that I like right now is uh, myself and Liz were thinking about moving out of our apartment. We went to see uh, we went to see a place that looked like a goddamn pit of hell. It was huge. First of all, I, I know I talked to uh, sometime over my life I've talked about this, but I find I hate the idea that trying to find an apartment. Um, and then I'll get back into what I like here quickly. but the you gotta call a person who has an apartment and then they, put you through to a broker human who just shows you the apartment. But then when you get to the apartment, the broker person has to call the super to let you into the apartment. And now you're seeing the apartment with a broker, the super of the building, and the person that's living in the apartment. So, I mean, what the fuck is a broker for? How How is it not possible that you can just go to an apartment, buzz the super, and go, hey, you guys got any places for rent or find them in the paper or whatever the fucking case may be? And they go, yeah, we do. I'll come down and get you the exact same way I would if a broker was here and I will walk you into somebody's house. You have to see how somebody else is living to get this apartment. I have never, ever, ever 
liked that process. I get that. I mean, what else are you going to do? I suppose you could wait. They could give you times that they're going to be gone. If they know they're moving, they're like, look, from Monday to Friday, 8 to 4, I'm out of the house. Just show it then. Just show it then. You don't have to watch me Googling things or buying songs on iTunes. None of this needs to be seen by the outside world. Okay, and then they go, all right, sweet, and then they just bring you in anyway. Hey, sorry, buddy, now you're you got a ball out and you're you're buttering toast. But is there any way these people can look around your kitchen? Oh, look at that. Huh. I mean, uh, you could really spruce it up here by putting two balls away. Yeah, huh. yeah. Hate that process. Really dislike it. This apartment we saw specifically, just like a, a huge hallway. That there's no you can't do anything with it, and then the apartment you get it was like a um, like a pod, like you walk down a super hallway, and then you you open up into just trash. Like so, you walk down a super hallway, and you get to the living room, kitchen, and then uh, bedroom, all in one little like pod type thing. Like again, like a space movie. If you the the you know when they they have those little doors that make that like like they open. And, but then there's like a pod person living in the pod and they have everything in the pod. This is what this was. You're like, two people can't live in a pod. This is in, in, in no movie about space do two people share a pod. Maybe to have sex, but then they go to separate pods. Two doors. Close, open. But two people do not share one pod. That is just not. And a dog? Absolutely not. So... We left uh, the pod place, and uh, you know the super lets you out. And then the broker's like, "So what do you think? I'm like, what are you doing here?" That's one thing I think. What the fuck is your job? What is this that you do? What would you say you do here? My favorite lines from Office Space. What would you say you do here? Um, so, anyways, we're leaving there, and we're like, "Man, this is gonna suck." Both of us are gonna be in Canada for a month um in september i'm doing a bunch of shows and uh we're just like what, what are we gonna do we're gonna get i mean this this whole process sucks so we'll take the entire month of august go look at these goddamn dirty pods and then move into an apartment and then a the minute we move in we go away for a month it's insanity four thousand dollars to then not even be in an apartment and stress for the entire month of august because this is the other thing about new york and i'm sure most places are like this um, it's so weird to me too, that you have to give notice. You got to go like, all right, I'm going to be gone in 30 days, but then you can't really find a, like, you can't find an apartment before you move because they go so quick. You know what I mean? You basically have to let the shoot go on one and then just hope to fuck. You find something you like on the other end. It's just such a weird process. All right, we're moving out. Okay, sweet. Now let's start looking for another place. You know, you usually any, anything else you're like, I'm going to throw this toaster out. Let me buy another toaster first. Or, uh, hey, I'm going to throw this car off a cliff. Let me buy another car first. But this, the apartment situation is, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get another apartment. I'm like, all right, you need to be out in 20 minutes. Okay, sweet. Let me uh, go fucking talk to these goddamn broker criminals who do zero, I guess. Hey, you're looking for an apartment, huh? All right, what, what's your budget? Not a million dollars. Oh, well, God. It's going to be a little uh, dirty. I'm going to be a little dick dirty here, buddy. Um, you think you can... 
up your um, budget at all from like what it is right now, which is uh, below the poverty line, gross, disgusting garbage. I shouldn't even be talking to you people. To like billionaire status, is that okay? Because I got a million things I can show you in the billionaire status. No, okay, well, fuck, uh, scum of the earth, you are. Well, you're gonna show you these tiny little pod places, and um, you know, if you don't take them now, somebody's gonna take them right now. You want it? You want it? You want it? Your job is go. I don't know what the fuck you do. It's, it really stresses me out. The fuck are you doing? Can you show us an apartment that somebody is not in? Will you go to lunch? Um, anyway, so the whole part here that I like, this is what I'm getting to, is that we've decided to stay in the apartment we're in, and we, we've fallen in love with it again. It's great. Moved a bunch of stuff around, threw out a whole bunch of stuff. Really liking it. So, back to being uh, liking the place that I'm... Uh, in, which is great. I mean, you don't want to, you, you got to spend, you got to sleep in a place, you know, you got to like the place that you got to go back to, you know, it's got to suck to like, there's got to be people in the city, there has to be that, like, I hate my job and I hate my apartment, the only thing I got going for me is Netflix, and every month they take away a million movies and then they add ten, Netflix, you're fucking destroying my life here, something's got to give. But then thank you, rain god, for the rain. I will suck your dick. Um, I know there's another thing I was thinking that I liked that I gotta bring, uh, bring up. What is it? What is it? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I think about it, in this whole deal, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put it, I'll, I'll throw it in here. I swear to God, there was a third thing that I was like, I like that right now, and I'd like to put it in. Um, really just counteracting the throat. Because maybe my throat hurts because sometimes I complain too much. That could be. That could totally be. The world's just like, look, man, if that's what you want to do with your goddamn voice box, we're going to shut it down. How's that feel? Stupid. Yes, sometimes you entertain people with your witticisms about small things that you're blowing up into a giant thing. Like the broker issue. Or the fucking humidity. Or the goddamn whatever it is you're going to yell about. But that's not what we want you to do with that voice box. We up here in Jesus Co. gave you a voice box to spread cheer and joy and happiness. Uh, it's one of the... Um, anyways, well, big week, huh? News-wise. I, I really, like I said... Every, the last couple of weeks, I, I really don't, I try not to figure out what's going on in the news, but when, uh, you know, good God, when, when, when Hulk Hogan is in the news, I click on that. What do you want me to do? I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, it, it, since I was born, the WrestleMania, the first year I was born is when WrestleMania, that was the first year of WrestleMania, 1985, dead or alive. You gotta strive to keep being whatever couldn't come up with something else for that but uh i mean hulk hogan's been a, a thing since i was a kid he's just a he's just a big entity you know big goddamn entity um had conversations before but people about who was bigger i don't know you know people be like uh this person or hulk hogan actually had a giant uh, conversation one time about The Expendables 4 last year just a bunch of friends and we were talking about who should be in it and we were talking about like Kurt Russell, talking about um, uh, uh, there's so many people like I, Danny Glover. Uh, there was so many people on this list, and then we got so we figured out like 20 people, 
And then we get it down to like top five. And then somebody goes, wait a minute, Hulk Hogan. Boom. Now a brand new conversation comes up because Hulk Hogan clearly fits in the top goddamn five. The guy's in there. He's, you know, we were talking about something, and I was like, I, he's, oh, I, I put him in over Kurt Russell. And somebody's like, are you serious? I go, yeah, man, Hulk Hogan can't walk down the streets of Japan. Kurt Russell's fine. Hulk Hogan goes in this. I mean, what the fuck do you want? Hogan did it. Um, so anyways, when you see these things uh, that have come up, and uh, first let me say that I in no way am going to really defend this man if these are the things that he said they were ridiculously harsh and malicious and fucking wrong and um you know not right on any account whether they're eight years ago eight minutes ago or you know whatever it was whenever it will be here's my only thoughts on these things um first of all this whole idea that we're just now um privately recording people and then playing it whenever we want to play that card is really disgusting to me. Like we talked, I, I talked about this before when the whole Don, Donald Sterling thing happened. Yeah, what he said wasn't cool, but he that situation he's egged on by his girlfriend, and then she just uses it to to destroy him, and she's heralded a hero. Oh, thank you for finding out that he was a complete animal. You, madam, if there was any amount of money that we could not give you, we would change that to be, we can give it to you, and you are a warrior. It's the same, I mean, just that part. Again, yeah, what he said's not good, but, I mean, for Christ's sake, can we not at least go, hey, Hey, Hogan, what you said, you're human trash. Also, the people that taped you saying it, you're also garbage. Do you know? There's not... You also have a part in this. What you're doing ain't cool or right. We cannot just be going, you know, everybody that privately records people is a fucking hero. These people... This is... When we were in school, I remember even like my mom, other people's parents, everybody would say, people would literally say, don't, don't go, if you can solve some sort of problem, do it yourself, you know, I remember kids in class would be like, Mrs. Whoever, Johnny is putting fucking uh, gum on the bottom of the desk, and teachers would say, I've heard this in my life, do not be a tattletale, do not do that. And then both those kids got talkings too. Both of them. Because you ain't no hero to just stand up and be like, excuse me, other people are doing... Yeah, okay, look, you're also garbage. Get Both of you get the fuck out of my class. Both of you get up, get the fuck out. So the idea that uh, in that whole situation, which is a, a ridiculous one uh, involving Hogan, his best friend, and his best friend's wife, who knew that he was sleeping, like, it's a whole big, weird situation, but both those people that were Hogan's friends, that recorded him having sex with his wife, and then recording things that he said, are human trash, and it's very weird to me that they never get brought up, it just goes, hey, look what this person heard this person say, okay, sure, oh, yeah, bad, bad, not gonna disagree with that, bad, not cool, yikes, rough, whoa, but is there any way that we can also look at the people that recorded it and at least say that they're trash? Is that possible? 
Can we not look at these people as just, have you ever looked somebody in the face who's like, this person did this and thought, good for you, hero. You ever think that? No. You usually go, oh, is there, can you not? Look at your tone. Look at, the, look at how you're saying what you're saying. This person said this. It's usually not in that exact tone, but uh, limited voice right now. Um, it's also interesting in the whole thing that, uh, like, years ago, Gawker put out the sex tape, have had the tape of Hogan saying these things, um, being racist, haven't played it, though, until Hogan sues them for releasing the sex tape. Then they go, oh, yeah, Hogan, you want to do that? Pow! Look at this. Bam! We got this tape. You don't remember this, did you? You don't remember saying this, do you, Mr. Hogan? Well, now it's out here, daddy. Like, it takes a company being sued to then put out racist comments by Hogan. You just held on to it. You had it in the office under the, like, filed under fucking in case. You had it, like, beside the coffee machine, just sitting there patting it every day. Like, well, there's my uh, hazelnut coffee, and if Hogan ever steps out of line, we've got this fucking tape that we will play whenever we want. Fuck around, Hogan. I dare ya. Leg drop this company, buddy. What you gonna do, brother? Um. Anyways, I just, again, yes, what he said was bad. Can we also look at a thing like Gawker and go, ugh, well, everything you do, everything you're doing with this situation anyway, you just go, come on, man, how are you just in the right? How are you just in the right to, to play these things when you, you are being sued for releasing another thing that wasn't yours to release? Because some man had sex with his best friend's wife while he knew about it like the best friend knew it's just, we, that's another weird situation but then they tape it and sell it so he gets screwed over by his best friends and then gawker decides oh we also have this other tape here's here's my other thought on this again what's his name uh, mr hulk hogan uh has said these things you know um has apologized or said whatever he wants which you know it doesn't matter people can still feel how they want um where is that audio, though? Uh, it seems to just be uh, Gawker's like, we got it. And then they go, they write transcripts about it. And people go, okay, I guess he said it. And, you know, and clearly he did it, like I said, because Hogan has apologized for it and talked about it and said eight years ago, I said um, disgusting things. But the audio was never really released. They just kind of said, yeah, we have it. And then that's it, you know? It's an, it, it's just interesting to me that that's all you got to say now. And I get, like I said, he did say it, but for us, that almost seems like a Gawker Hogan issue, not a human um, walk in the earth, we should give a fuck issue in terms of we haven't seen these things. It's almost like Gawker should have just called Hogan privately and went, look, man, we will fuck you. We have this tape, drop your lawsuit or, or whatever the hell they wanted to, uh, whatever the hell they wanted to do, but then put it out and Joe Q public goes, I always knew he was a fucking criminal. Okay. Well, where's the, where's that tape? Like, yes, again, Hogan did say it. He knows that he said it, but we, we, we haven't heard that. We haven't heard that fucking tape. Well, he did it. I mean, yes, he did it. But again, it's just like a weird, it's a, I've, I'm, I'll never be cool with the whole taping somebody privately and then putting that out. I, I, I always think that's just a ridiculous, disgusting thing that is just allowed now in today's universe. I just think it's very weird. If you taped, look, again, not defending what Hogan said, 
think it's gross. And I mean, I mean, I don't have to keep saying that. I think it's pretty obvious that that's a that, you know not cool. But if you taped all of us, everybody, and privately in their own homes or on their own phones or whatever the fuck, in the woods when they're camping, when they're drunk on vodka and they're rolling around beside a fire and they start fucking, you. Everybody on this earth has said some shit that if you just write it down and call it a transcript, people would go, my God, nobody would have a job. There's just nobody. Everybody has said something that other people would go, that's disgusting. That is awful to me. Everybody. Everybody said things about celebrities that are rough. Everybody said things about people that they work with that are fucking awful. Everybody said things about their own kids. That if you just wrote it down, people would go, you want to fucking murder your own kids? Or whatever it could be. In your own car? People that have road rage? You ever drive with people that get cut off and they just start fucking screaming shit? Write it down. Send it to their employer. Watch them get fired. Can you do that? Looking like it. Looking like it. I just think... Um, again, yes, what he said, awful. If this is the, the way things can just go, I mean, everybody's up to lose their fucking stuff. Everybody's up to having their things taken away just because we've all said some shit. And the thing is, when you read these things, there's no context. There's no, like, there's no tones, you know? Hogan's thing aside now, okay? Because, again, malicious, ridiculous, not right. Everything else in turn, well, not everything else, I guess. This is going to be case by case. But if you just write down words with no tone, you can't see a person's face, you don't know why they're saying it, and you don't know what the context was before because they just write down, he said Hitler was right. When you just see Hitler was right in words, you just see those three words in print, it looks horrendous. Everything you say written down looks like law. looks like you climbed up... Uh, Mount Sinai and were given it on a fucking tablet and just dragged it down a hill. They all, everything written down looks rough. Like if I, if I say right now, you know what? All women are whores. You know, you can kind of hear that I'm trying to fucking, I don't know, joke around or do whatever. You write that down. You write that down. Write it down right now. I write that down right now. Write it down and put, quote, Nathan McIntosh, all women are whores. Write it down and just show it to somebody, and, and, and you'll see it is just law. It just looks like law. There's nothing about it that goes, I wonder, he's probably joking, or maybe he's just fucking around, or maybe he was, you know what I mean? No. Done. Death. Gone. Look at this thing. Look at it. This is how far the whole law thing goes, like, in terms of writing. The other day on Facebook, didn't get into an argument with somebody, but we're talking about it. Um, I don't know if anybody saw, there's this cartoon that somebody made about political correctness and it's like a guy at a college it's 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 funny enough it's it's pretty much what's kind of happening i guess but um a kid goes up on at a, at a college show and he's like hey this is a good looking crowd and the crowd's like you can't judge us by how we look and it's all that kind of jokes and a comedian friend of mine put it up and somebody wrote underneath it you know this is just if comedians have to be dirty and, and offensive to get laughs they're just lazy comedians and uh and she was like uh, I just don't want anybody to forget that Daniel Tosh said that a woman should be raped. He literally said somebody should rape that woman. And I'm sitting there reading it just going, that's not that's not what was said. So I wrote back, what happened? I was like, look, yeah, that's not what happened. The man was doing a show. He said, what do you guys want to talk about? Some idiot 
ignorant piece of shit cocksucker yelled out rape because he's a fucking dummy who probably wears fox racing jackets and thinks things are fucking hilarious he goes and fucks trees in the woods and he drives an atv super fucking fast while drinking a goddamn beer and his bullshit gut is flapping over his weird little broken dick he yelled out rape i mean God, it ain't right, it ain't good. And some woman said, rape is never funny. Now, in terms of comedy, you're in a real weird situation here. This room has now flipped into fucking serious mode. So Daniel Tosh said, wouldn't it be funny if like five guys raped that woman? Everybody laughed because it's a tension breaker. Was it the best thing to say? No. But also, was it the greatest thing that this man can just, what do you guys want to talk about? Rape. That's the first thing this guy thinks of. Can we look at that fucking animal? Goddamn Ed Hardy shirt buying fucking criminal piece of shit. Takes a goddamn hour and a half to get ready only to go out and call every woman who doesn't want to fuck him a bitch. I'm making up a lot of shit about this guy, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so then, you know, but either way, this is how hard law comes down, as I'm saying, in terms of words written. That happened, um, 2012. Everybody wanted that man to be burned alive, which at that time I thought, in terms of, uh, comedy, I completely get where he's coming from, why this thing was said, and also, people don't even, people want, like, picketing this guy's shows and wanted him to be murdered. Meanwhile, rapists go on trial, get three fucking years, you don't, nobody protests, nobody gives a shit. Rapists get, uh, let out all the time. Nobody goes to the fucking jail and goes, no, this guy shouldn't be, like, a real, real live rapist. Cool, three years. A guy joking about rape in a room that was, like, in a situation that then was then created by um, the circumstances in that room should lose his life, his career, his house, and his whole fucking, every income that he can possibly have. Those two things make no sense to me. They don't, those two levels of, of destruction make zero sense. Either way, the, the whole law thing, uh, you know, because people would have wrote, and they did, a lot about how Daniel Tosh made a rape joke and said it's funny to blah, 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 which isn't true, but they kept writing these things, and then this woman has read these things, and law, it is law, this is what he said, that's it, so I just said what I said, and then she went, yeah, but what's the point of that joke, and I told her what, the whole thing, and she went, um, she goes, uh, oh, um, I guess I'm just sensitive because, uh, working with a lot of dumb guys, the Fox <laughs> racing jacket, uh, animals, hey, nothing against Fox racing, you need a jacket when you're racing, but it seems to be, for whatever reason, the people that just wear those recreationally are the guys that'll be like, you guys ever, uh, look at that, look at that hole in the tree, it looks like a cunt, I'm gonna go put my beer in it, oh, now I got a beer cunt, it just, what? <laughs> look, I, I'm just, we're just fucking talking here, okay, we're just fucking talking. But she said, I guess uh, I'm just sensitive to some of these things sometimes because uh, I've been told by many male people to just calm down or relax when certain things are said at work or something. And I say, yo, that ain't right. And they're like, oh, God, just chill. And I said, look, I completely get that. That's not how I'm coming at you. I'm just telling you what that whole situation was because as a comedian at that time, I remember being, oh, God, this is, this is just ridiculous. She was like, okay, cool, get it. And then she said something about how uh, Seinfeld's out of touch because he said the colleges are getting too, getting too uh, PC. I'm like, I didn't, we didn't really go back and forth, but I just kind of you know, wanted to say, like, look, man, if, if Seinfeld's saying things are too PC, we might want to take a look at some shit. That guy doesn't do anything that would make anybody 
get upset. You know what I mean? If if we're so PC that a guy can't make a joke about a fucking Tic Tac container or whatever the hell he wants to break down for 10 minutes, I mean, we might want to fucking take a break, you know? Either way, this is why I say the whole law thing, the words. Whenever, the, when, it, when something is written down, it is just uh, section 2.A, type B, whatever the fuck, jurisdiction of society. And everybody just goes, well, that's what they did, that's what they said. So, again, just to say, don't think anything that uh, Sir Hogan said was good or right or or whatever. Super malicious, gross, not good. Um, but I just wish at some point we could look at the, the websites that release these things and why and the, the, how gross that is too and some weird... And also the people that goddamn record these things. You know, I don't know why they're heralded as heroes. If I went into, if I go into your house and uh, just tape the whole thing and pick out the pieces that are bad, I mean, your pro yours will not probably be as bad as Hogan's, but um, you know what I mean. And then just go play it for your fucking boss or something. Do I? Why do I get a high five? Shouldn't somebody also look at me in the face and go, "Don't be a fucking tattletale. This situation doesn't doesn't call for it." And then punch me in the face, punch you in the face, and we both lose our fucking jobs. You know, you know. Anyways, I, I'll tell you this: I'm, I, I was never even a big Hulk Hogan fan. Wasn't as a kid. By the time I even started watching wrestling, he wasn't there. Then he came back to start doing the whole Hollywood Hulk Hogan thing. And I gotta say, not a Hulk Hogan fan, but Hollywood Hulk Hogan, love. Honestly, I think it's one of the greatest things that happened in my childhood. Awesome, just great. Does that mean I think the man can just do and say whatever he wants? Absolutely not. Same as I've said before about how rappers will murder somebody and someone will go, well, let him out because he's got a hot 16. It doesn't make any sense. Um, this situation, though, uh, again, though, my mind just goes to the the secret recording of said thing. Because, I mean, if the guy was on a planet Hollywood and he just went, let me tell you something about black people and fucking, it's like, whoa, dude, we're eating goddamn jalapeno poppers here. You know, the, what you're doing is fucking nuts. Then, uh, but the, it's the secret recording that of, of uh, and that the other person never gets looked at. That's really my issue. You just go, look, yeah, clearly what they said is not cool, but what the fuck about you, man? The fuck is wrong with you? Just trying to destroy human beings. Again, we have all said some things that, uh, that, uh, you, if you write down, whoa, daddy, that's your dick. Your dick is gone. You lose your dick. You lose your house and you lose your dick and you lose your house's dick. And now there is, there are no dicks and you have no life, no career. You're fucked. I think the saddest thing about the whole thing, well, not obviously the saddest thing. Uh, one, one sad thing is that they took Hogan out of the next fucking video game. I mean, it, it, it just you don't got to give him the money, I guess, but fuck, put him in the goddamn game. He's a wrestler. Put him in the fucking game. Or, you know, honestly, don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, look, you know, uh, I I apologize. This one was short. I apologize. You can hear rain in the background, but uh, like I was saying earlier, my throat is really killing me. So I'm going to go for right now. I really appreciate anybody that listens. Positive Anger, thank you so much. You can, again, check out uh, my website, NathanMcIntosh.com. Find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, rate and subscribe and send in comments and all that sort of thing. Let me know what you thought about this one. Do you think, um, you know, Hogan's a complete criminal animal? Do you think, uh, like, what do you think? I'd love to know what you think. Uh, next week, this will be longer. And if my throat still hurts next week, somebody call 
hell and let them know I am sorry. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Later.